welcome to Your Time, Your Money, the show where your time is just as valuable as your money, and we know that. We thank you so much for listening in today, and uh, welcome, Adam. Good to be here. Yeah, e- excellent. We have a great topic today, and, and you know, really we wanted to point out maybe some uh, ideas of why you should be calling your advisor, yeah. right? Uh, you know, that whole concept of my advisor doesn't call me or I haven't talked to my advisor, you know, that really should be a mute point because it should be a two-way street. Correct. Right? Yep. Clients should be calling us, uh, if not more often, mm-hmm. than we call them for services because, you know, unlike a crystal ball, which can see everything, right. we can't see what's going on with the client's life. Right. And we were saying that, you know, there's there's no spidey sense for us, right? We can't tell when something has happened in someone's life without a lot of times having the information presented to us. So Yeah, yeah exactly. So, you know, I figured we'd touch on some of those uh, topics, but I think uh, first, before we flip the, the, the uh, hourglass here, yeah. uh, you know, I'd like to kind of just let our listeners know about uh, a new thing that the Esley Group has come out with that we've been sending out to, to clients and that clients will be receiving, you know, at least uh, over the course of their lifetime with, yes, with the Esley Group. And uh, I'm proud to announce that we have uh, the start of a magazine that'll be going out to clients. Uh, so clients should be receiving this, uh, you know, at least once a year. Uh, mm-hmm. And it's uh, not your typical financial magazine, right. which which is what I like about it. It does have a, a little bit of topics of the Esley Group. It allows us to highlight key points that we have coming up, whether it's mm-hmm. events and stuff like that. Uh, but really, we wanted to send it out as an appreciation of clients. Yeah. Uh, where in here, we have lifestyle habits. There's, uh, in this article, we have uh, the power behind speed walking. Yeah. Right? Well, the power <laughs> would be your feet. But no, it's a, it's a really, <laughs> really nice, uh, you know, re- really nice article in here. Uh, there's also uh, things that talk about how to have a safe move if you're moving between uh, new homes yep. and into retirement or whatever that might be. There's a little bit on the, on the mental and health benefits of martial arts. Uh, and then it's also chalked with my favorite, which is recipes. Recipes. So yeah. uh, lots of yep. family, rec- uh, family recipes. I don't know whose family. It's not ours, but uh, right. you know, there's some there's some good stuff in there. The eggplant uh, caviar. Yeah, and, the, and the nice thing at the end of it is there's also a tear-off that if you happen to know other people in your family yeah. or coworkers that can benefit from our service, that you can tear this off uh, and give it to them as a, as a resource for what we do. So we're excited about that. And look, there's an ad for your time, your money. Yeah, exactly, which is a great <laughs> thing and it's very very uh you know very important that clients understand that we try to go above and beyond right. providing resources yep. and uh you know it's not always just about investing mm-hmm. uh and where your money should be it's also sure. about the the health and lifestyle issues that that people have as well right yeah you know, we want yep. our clients alive to enjoy retirement right. <laughs> that, you yep. know one of those things is, is, is health so so let's get into uh you know reasons that you should call your advisor I'll let you do yeah, the honors sure. and and flip the old hourglass there here you go. um you know a lot of times people think I need to call my advisor when it's centered around finance. Right. Right. And and with that, unfortunately, it's I got a statement or I something went on with the market or, you know, I have a question I'm about my account. Prepping my taxes. Can I get my 1099s? We, we get that a lot. That's a that's a pretty common call, especially yeah. this time of year. But yeah. yeah, and and every year, 1099s are sent out yep. the exact same time <laughs> and take the same time with yeah. every firm across the board to, to get yeah. to a client's household. Uh, but it's on the top of their mind, right? Sure. They're anxious to get the information to their accountant. Uh, yep. Maybe they didn't see it in the mail yet. A lot of times we'll get a call. And then the next day we'll get a call from the same client and said, oh, I got it in the mail today. Right. Yep. <laughs> so it's yep. usually right around that that time when, when they're being sent out. But, you know, let's start start with some of the, the things that maybe aren't as obvious. 
uh, or reasons that you should call your your uh, advisor right away. Yep. And that's the, the a major change in your life. And mm-hmm. that would be a change of job. Sure. Right? Yep. Yep. And that's, you know, very common that we don't know about that until, you know, we reach out to do an annual review. Oh, how's everything going with the job? Oh, I got a new job. Yeah, oh. I left six months ago. <laughs> I left six months ago. Yeah. Yeah, it's very important for us to be constantly updating our information uh, to uh, you know increase our knowledge of what's going yeah, on. Yeah, for a client. wide array of different reasons. Mm-hmm. One, you want you want an advisor's help in, in establishing your new four hundred one k plan. Yep. Maybe understanding your benefits a little bit better, especially if maybe a benefit dropped off. Mm-hmm. You know, heaven forbid you're close to retirement and the new position doesn't have health benefits. Mm-hmm. Now we have to you know create an income stream to help provide for health benefits for right, you. Right. Uh, you're, you have your old 401k there. You have your 401k that may not be transferable to your new employer, or you may not want to transfer it. Right. Right. So there's a lot of issues with that. Sure. And, you know, it could be maybe there's a severance, six month severance, a one year severance, yep. on top of the fact that now you're starting a new job and having an increase in salary, um, yep. you know, and maybe you want to do some planning with that asset. Yeah. Yep. As yep. well. Uh, what are some other things that, that a client might want to call us on? Oh, I don't know. Getting married? Oh, that, well, that would be a big one. That, that's another big one. That's, yeah. You know, a lot of times, uh, you know, we know that a couple's engaged, and then all of a sudden, you know, six months, oh, we got married six months ago. Right. And we sold our house, and we yeah. combined our assets, and well, we're moving we, in together. You got to remember the, the, uh, the old rule, right? First comes love, then comes marriage, then comes a the baby IRS. and a carriage. Yeah. Or the, or IRS the IRS with, with a different rate. <laughs> Right. Tax rates. Exactly. <laughs> Tax yep. rates change. Yep. Uh, so should your filing status. So should your exemption status on, on your, uh, you know, your, your payroll, you right. know, your paychecks and things along that line. So there's a lot of, you know, a lot of things and planning concepts centered around marriage uh, that, you know, you're going to want to talk to an advisor about, mm-hmm. especially when you're talking two separate lifestyles, two separate retirement pictures and portfolios merging right. together. Right. Right. Because yep. that's not easy. Sure. And uh, some people have no assets and they're marrying somebody that has a lot and vice versa. Some people have, you know, both have, have high assets or both have nothing. Right. You know, but it's right. a good time to, to revamp and relook at your budgeting strategies and what's going to be shared, what's not going to be shared. Combined with that, correct. Yeah, and, and I was going to say, you know, when you have people that are used to living separate bank accounts, used to paying their own bills, and all of a sudden everything's combined and, you know, or can be, I mean, we still have yeah. married couples that keep things separate, but for the most part, people combine. Well, I know I have sometimes walked into a, a married household and they've been married for seven years and they still have 13 different bank accounts right. between yes. different banks. Yes. <laughs> well, yep. why was that? Well, that was just how it was before we met. Right. And right. it's maybe not the most efficient. And this one's for my mortgage. I've this been, one's yeah. for my car payment. I've been payment. meaning to get to that. Yeah. This was my old student loan account <laughs> that I had. You know, yep. well, do you still have your student loan? No, but I kept the bank account. Yep. Uh, you know, so that's a good refresh point. Uh, you know, and then the next big thing is obviously, like you said, then comes the baby carriage, right? Yeah. right? It, yep. it is kids. Yep. Uh, you know, you definitely want to talk to your advisor, especially, uh, you know, I would say even before kids, right? I would say as soon as you find out you're pregnant. Right. Yep. Right. Because your life insurance needs are instantly going to change. Right. You know, whether it's adding a term policy, something that's very affordable with a lot of coverage, uh, especially at that early stage, because if you get into your last trimester, a lot of companies won't insure you. Right. You know, so if you wait too long, mm-hmm. you know, and, and a lot of complications do happen, unfortunately, at sure. the tail end of pregnancy. Yeah. Uh, you know, and we want to make sure that, you know, we have we start that discussion of college planning, start the discussion yeah. of expectation, right? So that would be another reason that you pick up the phone and call your advisor just mm-hmm. to let them know. Sure. You know, whether whether these ideas deem an appointment or not, uh, it allows us to enter that into our system so that we know that your lifestyle's changed. Right. 
right. and, and start, you know, maybe uh, marketing things to you that are going to be mm-hmm. important for you later down the road. Sure, you sure. Know, there, there's clients where they don't have any kids, nor will they ever have any kids, mm-hmm. and we purposely don't mail them college planning information. Sure. And yeah. then there's other clients where we know, hey, look, they're in the beginning stage of their life. This is important to them. This yeah. article or this, you know, news article or something like that's important to them. So, um, you and, know. And, and, you know, some of these habits that we um, – help our clients to start getting in, you know, getting used to, a lot of those will change. And, and what I mean by that is like savings habits, right? Again, when you are these different stages, whether it's a change of a job or a marriage or of, of a child coming, it's there's savings habits that need to change sometimes. So um, just, again, having that discussion. Yeah, and, and, you know, just as the happiness of the birth of a child, you should call your advisor. Same thing with the somber nature of somebody passing in sure. your household, Yes. right? Yep. Uh, too many times I see people call us after they've received an inheritance and after a uh, attorney or a CPA told them, hey, just liquidate the money out. Just send it to the escrow. We'll divvy it up. And, and they, they're put in either a bad tax situation right. or, you know, the investment that they had, they can't get back into now. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, so you really, the minute that you understand you're receiving an inheritance, there should be a call to to the advisor yep. so that they can start piecing the puzzle together of what should be liquidated, what shouldn't, what should maybe be kept in your name, what's more beneficial to keep mm-hmm. in your name. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, that and that's unfortunately a lot of times we get that call after sure. all the securities have been sold, moved, or whatever, yeah. and they've lost some good cost basis information. They've lost some, you know, good detailed stuff that they need. Well, and even to that point, you know, sometimes, uh, oftentimes, you know, our our client may not be the one that's, you know, the, the making the decision on that inheritance. It could be a sibling, you know, and all of a sudden, well, my brother's handling that. Oh, okay, well, that still should give us, you should still give us a call so that we can address what steps that they should be looking at. And it's also so. important because we need to know the date of death right away. Yeah. Because if we're sending money out to that person that's deceased, mm-hmm. a lot of that that might take time to cancel the payment on that check or that thing and reissue it back into the account to go to the beneficiary. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the sooner we can catch that, the better it is right. than letting it go six months and six months worth of dividend checks have been sent out, but none of them are cashed. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, now we have to <laughs> yeah. go back and, you know, yep. cancel them, make sure they get credited back to the account at, yep. at the price per share of when they were sent out. Yeah. Right. And, and so a little there's bit a legwork there. Yeah. A lot of legwork there. Yep. You know, another one w- would be involved with the sale of a property, right? Mm-hmm. Or a move. Sure. That doesn't necessarily need to be a move, but sale of a property, proceeds come in. Yep. Maybe there's a limited period of time where you don't know what to do with the money. Yep. Well, ever thought of a three-month CD? Ever thought of a, you know what I mean? Right. So, you know, right. the, the worst thing that can happen is people don't act because they're uncertain. Right. Right. Well, and, you know, just in terms of a sale of property, oftentimes our minds go directly to land. But I've had clients that have had collectibles, you know, collections, and they're, they're you know, whether it was their spouses and their spouses passed away, and then they had this collection and decided to sell it, which is fine, of course, but letting us know in the dialogue to, to understand things like cost basis and what that could look like on a, on a potential tax liability. And, uh, and, you know, options within uh, to kind of help mitigate that issue. So, you know, and in lines with the birth of a child or the death of an individual, you also want to call the advisor to update your beneficiaries. Yes. Right. For all those different reasons and and other reasons as well. Right. Uh, You know, we we run in situations where you maybe you got divorced Mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, you forget to change your beneficiary and you pass away and your ex gets everything. And that's not necessarily the person you want it 
right? Yep. Or you have a beneficiary on there that, uh, you know, maybe he's already in a nursing home. Mm-hmm. And maybe they already need care. Or maybe they're a disabled child and they shouldn't be on there because the child became disabled after right. you put them on there, right? So, you know, just... Uh, update beneficiaries and any major life event that's going to change beneficiaries. You actually just uh, thought of one that made me think of one that we didn't have on our list yet, which is a diagnosis of change of health, right? Where maybe a spouse all of a sudden is diagnosed with dementia and they may not, may not be a top of mind to call your advisor on that, but it's an important one because yeah. we, we can help aid in getting certain documents set up so that if there's not an issue down the road, if, well, if that's, just because you brought it up, even let's go a step deeper. When we're dealing with somebody that has a cognitive disorder or mm-hmm. disability, like a, a dementia and Alzheimer's and stuff, there's security and safety things that the financial industry can put on accounts, right, to make sure that that person doesn't get taken advantage of yep. by somebody else. Sure. And, you know, and that could be because of age as they get older or whatever. So that's even more important that the minute you find out somebody's diagnosed with that, that you call your advisor because this, the safety measures that they can mm-hmm. put in force to make sure that the right people are making the financial decisions for right. that person are very important. Yep. Yep. But you know, a lot of times, what, a year, two years go by, and it, maybe it's a little embarrassment. Maybe they don't want to mention that, like, hey, my husband has Alzheimer's now, right. and we find out later you know, that's a danger period, you know, heaven forbid somebody says, hey, you should liquidate your money and you're not around to protect them from that idea. Right. And, you know, with those disabilities, they may do it and call up. Well, if we don't know that, we're going to follow the order of the client. Right. You know, uh, so you want to make sure trusted contact person's on there and and what have you. Yeah. You know, another reason to call, right? Promotion or demotion. Right. Right. Obviously, anything that's going to affect your cash flow into the house. Right. Your right. income of some kind, yeah. Yeah, up, you up get or laid down. off, you know, let's say you lost 10% of your pay, mm-hmm. right, through cutoffs or new job or like, I mean, your investment, your monthly money going into accounts should adjust. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, same thing going up. Right. Right. Obviously, we want to put more money away. Uh, you know, la- uh, scratch off, lottery, uh, winnings, anything along yeah. that lines. Yep. yep. Right. Lottery winnings, as you said, that's, that's uh, you know, we, these are all, by the way, things that we've come across, yeah, yep. <laughs> right? This isn't just a, a crazy list. Um, th- there's, th- we've had clients that have won the lottery, and um, there's there's a lot of ways of process to be able to claim those tickets. And, you know, again, with... Reduce the ta- tax drop. Reduce your tax, yeah. So, again, it's it, it may seem like a, a, a shot in the dark, but it does happen. Yeah, so. and, and for us, it's been scratch-off games. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yep. So, you yep. know, and, and, and that's been, that's happened a couple times in our careers where we were talking, you know, over a million dollars. Yeah. The clients won on a scratch-off game. Yeah. And, uh, you know, in one case, they didn't call us right away. In another case, they called us right away. And there's drastically different planning measures that could be done. Yes. You know, yep. and, and it's, you know, they call us after they've lost 40-some percent to the state. Right, and right. The federal government. Right. You know? Yep, yep. And there's there's no judging, right, with any of this stuff. We don't, we're, it's not our position or job to judge whatever has happened. It's our job to help you deal with the next steps of the situation. Give you options so you're more yeah. informed, right? Correct, yep. that's, that's the most important part. Yep. Uh, perhaps maybe it's a gift to or from. You know, maybe you mm-hmm. received a gift from a great aunt or somebody, uh, or maybe that you're thinking of gifting somebody money. Right. Call your advisor. Yep. You know, because where you take it from is just as important as how much you'd give. Yep. And, uh, you know, you want to know, you know, is this the best benefit for me? Mm-hmm. Or is there a better way to give? 
Right. Right. I, I think a gifting in the lines of charity as well. So it doesn't necessarily have to be to a sibling or a kid or niece or nephew or anything like that. Mm -hmm. uh, but you should call your advisor when you've increased your donation to a nonprofit. Right. Right. A, lot, uh, a tie through a church. Yep. Uh, gifting to American Red Cross, gifting to, you know, Northeast Kidney Foundation or any of the organizations sure. out there. Uh, talk with your advisor maybe about more creative and efficient ways to give, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. right? Something that you normally wouldn't think about calling up the advisor on, but really you should have a conversation yeah. with an advisor about that because there's a lot of great gifting things that are out there and programs and way to gift that weren't out there 10 or 15 years ago. Sure, even, uh, even tax-advantaged you know, like, uh, for example, at an IRA, where it's typically taxable income, well, there's there's an opportunity to gift to your favorite charity if you don't need the income, but gift to your favorite charity without a taxable implication. So Yeah, yeah. So, uh, you know, another thing is, is the minute you go and meet with an attorney or a CPA, mm -hmm. you should contact your advisor. You know, you should ask and ask questions of, you know, hey, is there anything I should be asking in addition or anything that you see I need to do in that estate plan or that tax plan? Right, right. Um, you know, to give some advice and guidance. Uh, you know, people are under the misconception that they go to a CPA and the CPA is going to be proactive, not reactive, right. in giving advice and guidance on what they can do. They're usually not. Right. Same thing with an attorney. They're usually not. Mm -hmm. They're going to base their recommendation off of what you tell them. Right. And a lot of it is they because they deal with the past, whereas we are looking at the future. You know, what's what is the next step moving forward? Whereas a CPA is going to look at well, let's take a look at what was you know income and et cetera from last year. You know, or, you know. So oftentimes it's just a matter of the mindset and um, and making sure that your professional information that you're getting is is from. Yeah, the right I'll sources. give you an idea. You know, I'll give you an example. So a client mm -hmm. called me and. And said, hey, you know, Mark, we're going to see an attorney. Are there things that we should be looking at or whatever? And, and we went through probably a dozen different things, and, and they were in agreement. They're like, oh, yeah, we were going to talk yeah. about it. And then just an aside, I said, and, and don't forget you have that timeshare that you inherited a couple of years ago. And they totally forgot about that and would have not brought that up to the, <laughs> to the attorney. Right. But it was important that they did because yep. it's part of their estate and how to handle it. Yep. You know, so just in the conversation with me, they had an item that they totally would have left out and forgot about. Yeah. You know, and, and, and that happens quite often because you get in a professional setting, maybe you didn't bring all your documents, you're not thinking big picture, you're just thinking, right. oh, I need to get this, you know, this done, and uh, things slip through the cracks. Yep. You know, and, and don't be afraid to call your advisor and invite them to it. Yeah. Invite them to the meeting. Yeah. You know, have them go. I thought you meant to the timeshare. Well, that is. That, 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 that all, invite, well, him, invite him. The depends time. on where it is. Right. <laughs> Colder in the winter? Right, probably yeah. not. Work on tan lines. You know, it's uh, yeah. very, very important. You know, you know, and then also, you know, I, I want our listeners to feel like with the Astley Group that they can just call and ask general questions. Yeah. You know, about things that they got in the mail, things that they received that they don't understand. Yeah. You know, the one thing I think that the average person needs to understand is an advisor is not privy to every piece of mail that's mailed to the client. Right. Because you have compliance departments, you have legal departments, you have uh, back office departments, you have regulatory requirements. You have all these different things that trigger mail going to a client. Yep. Right. Yep. And every company, no matter what company you're with, they're going to inundate you with a lot of mail. Mm -hmm. Doesn't, doesn't matter where you're at. And 50% of the time, probably it's going to be, 
language that is not familiar from the for the average client. So yep, disclosures, prospectuses, disclosure, right. things along that line, we'll which yep. are just as important, but not necessarily need action. Right. And when we look at the amount of stuff that goes to a client, it might just be a letter. Mm-hmm. And if you don't understand it, the worst thing you could do is just sit on it and assume that the advisor knows the letter that you got. Right. Yep. A lot of times a client will call me and they'll be like, I got this letter, I don't understand it. Mm-hmm. And the first thing I'll say is, can you read me the letter? Right. <laughs> because, you know, because when you yeah. have a lot of households and you don't necessarily know what the letter is in regards to. Right. And sometimes it's just a general blanket letter that goes out to everybody that owns an IRA. Yep. yep. And it'll say, you need to take your required minimum. But you know what? We've already set that up automatically, but they're still going to get the letter. Right. So, you know, so I think clients need to understand that that it's okay just to call and ask the question about yep. something. Yep. You know, and, and uh, you, you know, really, this is where a client should be calling an advisor more than a client, uh, an advisor is calling them. Right. You know, in a good relationship, you're calling your advisor just as much as they're calling them, if not, if not more. Right. Uh, you know, what are some other things that you can think of that, that uh, would, would spur on a call? You know, um, when often when people start up a business, you know, it may not be their, maybe they've got a full-time job, but they start going into another area and they start a business along with their regular job. And oftentimes they need startup money, but maybe they don't know the right place to take it from or, or what direction to take on that next step of, of opening their business. Yeah, that pre-planning call would be very important. Sure. You know, especially at least in, I, in our group, I, I know a lot of advisory firms, they just focus on the investments. Our firm networks with a lot of other professionals, real yes. estate agents, business, you know, yep. uh, uh, attorneys, uh, you know, you, you name it across the board. Pretty much everything in line with starting a business, we probably have a professional referral sure. that we can refer somebody on to. So, yep. you know, just tapping into your advisor's resources and network of professionals is, is valuable for that business owner. Yeah. Right, yep. or it could be any opportunity that comes up. Could be the opportunity to buy a rental property. Could be an opportunity, sure. you know, to to acquire a timeshare. <laughs> right. Right. right, right, or that toy collection that your other client is selling. You know, whatever, <laughs> whatever it is. Yeah, yep. exactly. So, you know, I, I think the point of today's session was to really focus on the amount of times in your year in your life that you right. should be reaching out to your advisor right. and being proactive with these types of decisions. I mean, we could probably spend another half an hour, 45 minutes talking about things that you should be calling your advisor on mm-hmm. and topics and stuff like that. But I think uh, that does a nice you know, overview of really sure. the main topics. Sure. I guess when in doubt, give us a call. Yeah, when in you doubt. It, it, We'd it, rather have a call than, than to find out something way past when we could have found out about it and then could have helped another, you know, in the yeah, situation. And, and back to my point with having a professional network of other individuals is, is sometimes when we get calls in, it's not for a topic that we can handle. Right. But we have a resource that we can refer yep. them on to. Yep. You know, and it's like, oh, well, we don't handle that, but I have somebody that can answer your question for you. Right. And, uh, you know, that's, that's very empowering because now the client knows like, hey, one, we're being honest. Mm-hmm. And if we don't know something, we're going to tell them. Yeah. And two, they don't have to go into what used to be the old yellow pages, phone book. <laughs> <laughs> now it's Google. Right. And, and just come up with a random name to help solve their, their issue or, or answer their question. Yeah. Yep. So, yep. Uh, you know, and as always, you can find the Esley Group at 43 British American Boulevard in Latham, 12110. Uh, and our new number, it's 844-444-YTYM for your time, your money. As always, your time, your money.net for your net worth. 
like and subscribe, uh, share, uh, helps us on uh, social media, right. uh, make sure that we're getting the topics. And this was actually a topic that was sent in by a client. So keep sending in those topics and uh, you know, we will keep uh, modifying our, our episodes to the topics that clients want to hear. Yeah. And as always, it's your time. Good morning. Adam Jones, Matthew Trillo, Mark Esley, Financial Advisors, 43 British American Boulevard, First Floor, Latham, New York, 12110, 518-724-5004. Cetera Investors is marketing name of Cetera Investment Services. Securities and insurance products are offered through Cetera Investment Services, LLC, member FINRA SIPC. Advisory services are offered through Cetera Investment Advisors, LLC. Cetera is under separate ownership from any other named entity. Special thanks, Chris Conlin, owner and craftsman of Skulls and Sawdust, 518-852-3673, skullsandsawdust at gmail.com. Special thanks to Bobby Chase and Jeff Carlson of Next Evolution Media, 518-879-1779, bobbychase84 at gmail.com. And last but not least, a very special thanks to our families for sacrificing many hours to let us see the vision through its reality. This material has been prepared for informational purposes only and is not tailored towards any particular individual investment objectives or financial situation. This is not intended to be an offer or solicitation to purchase any security or insurance product. Cetera representatives do not provide legal, tax, or estate planning services. Should you require such service, you should consult a legal, tax, or estate planning professional. A diversified portfolio does not assure a profit or protect against loss in a declining market. Rebalancing may be a taxable event. Before you take any specific action, be sure to consult with your tax advisor. The views and opinions expressed in this episode are not necessarily the views and opinions of Cetera Investment Services. Any recommendations mentioned in this episode are meant for educational purposes only and should not be construed as advice or personal recommendations. Always consult your financial advisor, tax advisor, and attorney for details related to your specific goals and objectives. Investments have risk and can lose value. They are not FDIC insured. The situations presented are hypothetical to illustrate key topics and should not be construed as actual client situations or experiences. The Esley Group operates under Cetera Investors and is responsible for the production of this show. All views and opinions are solely that of the Esley Group. You should always obtain a perspective when available prior to investing to know your risks, costs, and fees associated with the investments. Cetera Investors is a marketing name of Cetera Investment Services. Securities and insurance is offered through Cetera Investment Services, LLC, member FINRA SIPC. Advisory services offered through Cetera Investment Advisor, LLC. Cetera is under separate ownership from any other entity named. 43 British American Boulevard, first floor, Latham, New York, 12110. Phone number 518-724-5004. Individuals affiliated with this broker-dealer firm are either registered representatives who offer only brokerage services or receive transaction-compensated commissions, investment advisor representatives who offer only investment advisory services and receive fee-based on assets, or both registered representatives and investment advisor representatives who can offer both types of services.